Today's date is November 3rd, 2023, and this is episode 46 with Nick Kress. Hi, punks. Going to school, huh? Yeah. Why don't you play fish hooky and come fishing with us? Yeah, boy. They're sure biting. Get thee behind me, Satan, and don't push. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Now Jesus went to the desert 40 nights and 40 days. When he got tired and hungry, to his father he would pray. But the devil came to Jesus, said, if you want to be fed, why don't you turn these big old worthless stones to bread? Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil came to Jesus to the temple up on top. And he said, if you are the son of God, you fall for this golden drop. For the scripture says that angels will slow you falling down. And they'll gently put your feet back on the ground. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, you don't tempt the Lord thy God. Then the devil gave to Jesus to a mountaintop to shove all the cities and the nations and the kingdoms here below and the devil gave told jesus you can't have all that you see if you will just bow down and worship me get behind me satan jesus said get behind me satan jesus said get away from me satan jesus said you don't tempt the lord thy god get behind me satan jesus said get behind me satan Jesus said, get away from me, Satan. Jesus said, he said, don't tempt the Lord thy God. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is an official Godcast. Thank God it's Friday and we're back. I'm Ron Johnson and I am here with your favorite co-host, Flightworks Mary. Tonight, giving his testimony, our special guest, you know him as Jay Cress. Nick Cress. All right, first let's welcome our co-host. Mary, what's going on? How are you doing this week? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Not too bad. Been a crazy week. Yeah, I haven't been able been. to slow down one bit. 
Yeah, it's one end where I am, of course, again. Beans, beans, beans. <laughs> beans, beans, beans. That's right. But I did. I do have something exciting to share. Ooh, do tell. So the Godcast Facebook page has been following a Ben Bland. I don't know if people know who he is, but um, he he's put some content out on social media. But he has um, a awesome testimony that. I'm actually trying to see if he will come on the Godcast to share this, but he he was transgender and God pulled him out of that. Mm. Um, but so the Facebook for Godcast has been following him. And so he had a little story and he tells the most awesome stories. And so he has told a story about this prayer jar. And so I would encourage um, anybody to that's hearing this to either, you know, Find the story on our Facebook, Godcast Facebook, or I have also put it a uh, post out on the Telegram. And um, if you could comment with someone that you you have been praying for for salvation and you want us to pray for, and so basically this jar I have, and I took a picture of it and put it on the Facebook page. Um, I started it, I think it was last night, and we already have. Um, couple names in there so people who have commented that i don't know some people i don't even know so so we'll pray for those people by name that's awesome. here on the godcast that's encouraging so, so the prayer jar the godcast prayer jar i like it so if anybody here would want to add a name to that that they would like to have them have salvation so we're going to pray for that just um, put their name either in the uh, Godcast Telegram or on the Godcast Facebook. It's too hard to follow and chat with that. So just if you could do that, that would be awesome. And we'll add them. I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So and follow Ben Bland if you get a chance. He's really got a cool story. So and he tells amazing stories, God stories. That's a story that a lot of people need to hear. Yes. A lot of confused people need to hear that story. Yeah, I've, I've got a cousin myself that dresses like a woman, and I'm talking to my dad and my stepmom about it, and and uh, you know they're not very that they're not really strong biblically or anything. My parents, they've been out of the church for probably about 50, 60 years, and my stepmother says, "So your cousin's a woman now?" And I said, "No, he's he'll always be a man. There's nothing he can do about that. I mean, you, you can dress like a donkey. You're not a donkey, okay? You'll always be a man. He will always be a man. He can dress like a woman." Yeah, it's between him and God, and, and he's going to have to answer for that one day. But he will always be a man. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah. No pair of scissors are going to solve that problem. You'll always be a man no matter what. <laughs> Sorry. <Yes. laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. That's just uh, gives us more to pray for. Yes. And speaking of praying, if anybody's got any prayer requests, please don't be shy. Don't hesitate tag Mary in the live chat and Mary will pray for you. And if you're listening to this on the replay, that's cool. Send us an email. This is official Godcast at gmail.com. You can contact us on X on Facebook, on telegram, wherever you can find us and uh, send us your prayer requests there. And we'll pray for you next show. We see you. What's going on next week, Mary? What do we got going on? Angie oh, Witcher. Angie Witcher. That's going to be fun. No, she's a friend of yours, right? She is. Um, okay. She is the wife of a friend of mine, and she and she became a good friend of mine. 
Um, and they've got a blended family and, and their children, they're all beautiful. The family's beautiful. Um, her husband and I used to be some pretty serious troublemakers and, uh, come a long way. His wife has come a long way and, and, uh, she's going to tell us her story next week. It's going to be beautiful. I'm so excited. Yeah. Awesome. And it's then, really awesome when we have our friends come on that we know personally. It is. You know? It is. And then, uh, and then we have Mary all in after that. Yes. Mary L all in. And then after that is Jeff Jowdry. Yeah. The pepper soup man for some people who were able to taste his famous pepper soup. <laughs> that sounds good. Send yep, he's a friend. He's a friend of Jim Conley. So that's how we got that. So very nice. Yes. He's a, he's a pretty, pretty amazing guy too. So. And um, what else? What else, Mary? What are we missing? I don't know. Mary bought a, got a bunch of pies last week. Maybe she'll bring some for the Godcast for her testimony. <laughs> it didn't take long. We're talking about food. My stomach's rumbling. I know. It's pumpkin pie time. <sighs> bring me a pumpkin pie. Somebody bring <laughs> me a pumpkin pie. <laughs> a fork. <laughs> Yeah, don't I'm sure you bother, get it on Amazon. Don't bother <laughs> slicing it. Just give yeah. me the pie. Tonight's guest, Nick, how are you? I'm good. I'm glad to be here and just hoping that it's all spirit led and just going to be kind of bouncing around. It's been a long, I've come a long way. So, what a long, strange trip it's been, huh? Yeah, I feel it's all had a purpose, especially some of the stuff we're seeing now. So, and Mary says it's good to see you again. So that means that she's must have bumped into you over at the Bards Fest. Yep, that and uh, the event that she helped out with there uh, in Fort Wayne at the dairy farm. Yeah, that's where I first met him and him and his family made a big impression on me as far as your family they just literally shine so bright and yeah, we all were. of you are all so funny and just amazing so well thank you i appreciate that yeah we've we've all been growing together it's said uh as i've mentioned before in our pursuit for for god and just trying to change our ways over the last uh, about about three years, I'd say, has really been a change for the better compared to the little decade break I had in between when I kind of, you know, after Lord saved me once and I kind of started to fall off, but I still, you know, got plenty of blessings from him and really straightened out my life. I just wasn't pursuing him in the way I feel I should have been at the time. Well, we sure are glad that you're here. Share that story with us. It sounds like something, sounds like a story that's going to help somebody. Yeah, I hope so. It's, I've shared it a lot over the years. I mean, it, there's so much to kind of compact in and I, I feel like I'll probably bounce around a little bit and it, it's, it's hard for me to know really where to start. Um, I know, you know, growing up, uh, came from a, a pretty good family. We've always been real 
we're always real knit family. Just uh, come from a very large family. There's a lot of cousins I don't know. Uh, <laughs> kind of wish I had a number for you, but there's there's a lot on my mom's side and, yeah. and not so much on my dad's side. And yeah, uh, before you get too much into it um let's let's do a prayer and you know we'll pray about that about focus and clarity for you tonight yeah i got a call in here skin in the game i'm gonna just go see what that's all about um go ahead we got your invite what's happening hey how are you ron man we're doing good yeah you you know me i've had a few different handles i don't want to get into why okay but you know me as JW forty seven OD. Oh, okay. So I go way back. Um, uh, what's the reason for calling? The the well, what I'd like to share is that um, I'm in a place right now where it's a bunch of veterans that have. Uh, Join the military very young, such as myself, to escape the bonds of abuse. Only to find themselves in harm's way and dastardly deeds, thunder cheap. And yet, they wonder why they see us falling out in society. Here is a place for healing. And then when I got here... I took it as my position as a steward of Christ to bring light into their lives. I help them get to their VA appointments. And, and, and I'm not trying to like say that it's what comes back to me from helping them, whether it's open a bank account or get to this VA appointment or to the grocery store or to the center where they get clothes. I mean, I'm not much more removed from them. I had a couple hundred grand in the bank a few years ago and it's gone. I'm no better. Hey, JW. Okay, JW, we're, we're gonna pray for you at the end of the show. We're gonna pray for the VA at the end of the show, okay? And uh, we're gonna move forward from here. Um, I'd like to pray just to start us off tonight. Mary, do you, did you have something to say? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I, I was just going to say we could pray for him at the end. Okay. But, um, we wanted to get that opening prayer in and we want to get started with Nick's testimony. And so, yeah. um, afterwards we'll have some time to go into prayer about, um, some things. So fantastic. Okay. All right. So for everyone that's with us, we're going to, we're going to go into our prayer here opener. So if you could please bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for being here with us. We know that you're here with us tonight, Father, on this Friday for Godcast, as you always are. Thank you, Lord, for putting this ministry before us. You know, what a pleasure it is to say yes to Jesus and be here every Friday night. We pray that everything that we do and we say tonight here encourages others, but also glorifies you, Father. And we want to thank you for Nick Cress. Thank you for... Nick sharing his time with us and telling us his story. We pray that his story encourages the unsaved and also encourages saved and just bring us all closer as a community, Lord. And we want to thank you so much for your 
the salvation that you offer offer through your son Jesus Christ, him dying on the cross and uh, cleaning us of our sins. Lord, we're so grateful. We know we know that that is everything, and without that, we would be so lost. So, we're so grateful and thankful for that, Lord. Thank you for your Son. Uh, we ask that you bless us tonight, Father. And uh, if there's anyone listening, either live or in the replay, that that doesn't know you, God, that that you you bring them to salvation through your Son Jesus Christ. That that is our prayer for tonight: is salvation. Our prayer is for salvation. And I ask this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, everybody, for joining us, everyone who's in a live chat. Uh, God bless you, each and every one of you, for, for supporting us. We, we appreciate all your prayers. We love you, and we're glad that you're here tonight uh, to listen to Nick. This is going to be a lot of fun. Nick, so good to see you, man. Good to see you. I've been seeing you in chat for three years now. I know what you look like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. You've, you've, yeah, it's glad to you, you've put some faces to the, all the names that we've seen on the chat for so long. Definitely. So you got a good friendly face. You should actually be on TV. Radio's no good for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> uh, Mary, anything else before we get started? No, I think that we're we're good to go, and we'll okay. give you the floor and. All right. All right, Nick, um, all yours, brother. Well, it's so trying to think of where to start. Um, I know around the time I was, we've never been much of a church going family, you know, other than the holidays. And I guess when my parents got divorced, it was kind of a downward spiral, it seems like. And I was a pretty young age. I, trying to recall I think I was in about fourth or fifth grade and you know it was a really rough split up breakup for them you know I have a younger brother and a younger sister and uh and all my dad tried to take his life and I I found his vehicle on the way to school and I just like to kind of start there as you know I saw so many things over the years beyond that and it really kind of shaped me in a way that I'm not real proud of. And when I share my testimony with others that, you know, are having issues with drugs or in and out of jail, which tends to be the people I share testimony with most often at work. And I just, you know, I want to let them know that I'm there for them. And, and it's, it's, been kind of difficult to see so many people that you know don't really seem to take it in I guess I should say and just continue on that same path and uh well anyway from seeing what my dad tried to do I, I think that's something that really stuck with me because as I grew up uh I wasn't aware of like his drug issues but I I started you know just a lot of us just maybe a little young started smoking pot uh, around age 12 and I started selling drugs around age 12 and or around age 13 I'd say and it's just kind of a lifestyle that I stuck with and all the way up through into my 20s and which of course I 
started just dealing whatever and anything but i I feel like i got with uh, somebody that i you know i have forgiven and i just know i fell into a really bad drug addiction and it was just something that consumed me for for three years and what ages were you what age how old were you uh well as as far as when i fell into the really bad path i was 19 20 and i you know i i sold cocaine and i got with the wrong person and started i you know i was it's not something i never touched i just always smoked pot and i started cooking that and it it just utterly consumed me and that's all our lives were about and i it was out of control i mean i was still me as far as i i always i've always i've never gone with a job i always held a job i always worked and you know tried to be responsible and respectful to others because i mean that's how i was raised and just like my my drug addiction family wasn't aware of it i kept them away from it and didn't bring it into the family i was pretty good at hiding it i was a pretty good functioning addict i guess i could say and sometimes the way i share it i almost feel like i'm, I'm like i feel like i'm boastful about it sometimes if i go into too much detail like the amount of money and just just what i was doing with it and yeah, I can understand I just, that. I can understand it, that. It really led to me and when the what it boils down to a lot of it. Um I I wanted out and I know that the only way out was through Christ and and I was pursuing him and literally the the everybody was just against me. Um the person I was with didn't didn't want me to not you know get our stuff and as well as the people i surrounded myself with you know my friends that would constantly poke at me for trying to be clean and seeking god and it ended up with me you know i the only way i saw out of not using drugs was i tried taking my life and uh, it became something somewhat of a habit of hurting myself to to get out of not using drugs and i and i know now that i recognize it you know that that demon i had it was it was i was either all in with where i was in life or or he wasn't going to let me continue and around that time is when my papa who's facing some problems right now he pulled me into the church and it's just a small church. We had an amazing pastor who just passed away this past July that we just aligned with on so many things. And, you know, this would have been about 13 years ago. And that's really what got me on my level as far as, you know, not hurting myself anymore. and. Just you mentioned um, you mentioned something 
uh, just a little bit ago that you had you've been kind of looking for God during that time of trying to come clean. Were you in a program that was um, like a God-centered program? Like we have this um, Minnesota Teen Challenge here is what we have. It's it's a Christ-centered um, addiction program. So is that how you kind of made that connection well, during that time? Well, I had started uh on my own at, on my own self will I started to go into NA meetings which are narcotics anonymous which is we have a couple houses here AA houses here where I live and uh that's kind of where I I started to see like that's you know with the testimonies of some of the other men there and that that was a path that I needed to seek and of course I got in trouble in between there and I went to a DA class was which is a drug and alcohol class which was uh court ordered and so I got to also attend that and you know hearing other people with similar stories and you know of course I was there court ordered but once I did the time that I had to do I I continued to attend that and that wasn't that was at the Bowen Center that wasn't really Christ centered I feel like I found that more just by being open and letting my family know what I what I had been doing and and what I had done to myself and of course I you know they they brought it up at, at times when I was had to be wrapped up or something and uh or or in jail I, I don't know there's there's so much in between it's it's really hard to just recall it all like it's yeah, that's true for a lot of us. Yeah, and I mean, I, it's all, I, I remember it all. It's just hard to kind of put it all together in a timeline with a testimony. It, generally, I was speaking with guys, and I, I find something I can relate to, and I just, I try to share it with them. And and, I, and above all things, I always leave it at, without Christ, man, you just, you can't do it. Um, just like with my family that I have now, which I'm, it's one of the greatest blessings I've ever received. And I I wasn't expecting it. I thought I would never be in another relationship, especially one so fulfilling as this one has been. And, you know, I, we have three kids. Um, they're all three, you know, I, they're, they're my children. The first two are from her previous marriage. And I, we actually had my Eric, he's uh, my first born at, you know, it's my first kid at 30 years old, and it's just another blessing that I think, you know, I received from God for changing my ways and bettering my life because, you know, throughout that, all that drug use and, and that lifestyle that I was living, you know, I had partook in, it's not something I wanted, but I, I've accepted that I, I was involved in that with an abortion with the girl that I was with and at least the only one that I'm aware of and it's and it's something I you know I have I've forgiven it for but it was a slap in the face that said the the pain that I was put through and 
I don't really know how to describe this particular person, but, you know, telling me that it was a boy and, you know, stuff like that is something that is just so evil. And the fact that God blessed me with a little baby boy and I'm, you know, I'm 37 now and, you know, we're on the wall. We might be having another child. It's, it's something that, you know, if God blesses us with that, we're totally accepting of it. And especially after Bard's Fest, I mean, the way and just how we know how great our children can be and how close they are to God and the way we're pursuing God and just how we've changed our life. I mean, I don't, I don't drink anymore. But we don't, we don't smoke pot. It's, it's just been such a great change. And I, and I honestly, I, a lot of it's been all everybody here right now and being in, in the chat and just having somebody to relate with, with, the craziness of this world and you get to see that times, child again you know yeah yeah exactly and it's just i i feel like beyond just sharing my testimony with others and and here as best as i can because like i know i'm kind of going to be all over the place a little bit but i feel like i was put through i was allowed to be put through what I what I've gone through for you know a time like this or or whatever's coming our way like in prayer you know asking God to just send me it's just I I'm trying to do to the best of my ability to guide my family in that direction which my wife is just she's Danielle's amazing she is so versed in scripture (laughs) now and you know she reminds me when when maybe i get a little angry and and i do the same for her like and it's just she was perfect for me before we started seeking god like when we ran into each other she's actually my first girlfriend (laughs) in middle school and here we are you know many years later running into each other and I thought I was just completely done with relationships and we got together and she was just such a perfect match for me with me not being so angry anymore and just really kept me on my level and I I think that God had that for a purpose because I I was still I'm I'm still flawed we're all flawed and I just know that I can recognize it now was she a Christian at the same time as you or? No, we've actually, um, she, her family wasn't too, too religious as well. Um, her mom Catholic. So it was kind of a little bit of that in there. She went to a Catholic elementary school and whatnot, but there's nothing she really pursued kind of like how I was growing up. And, uh, I said the way I, when I got my job that I'm currently at, uh, I kind of stepped away from God like he had. I feel like that was a blessing and I kind of turned my back briefly in a sense because we, we've been together 10 years now. And I I just put my focus all on my job when I went there and I stopped going to church. I worked 70 plus hours a week and that's just where all my time went. and 
even then, you know, still drinking and everything. And that's actually where we ran into each other. She was bartending at the time, which she no longer does. She hasn't for about five years now. So Mm -hmm. almost six. But anyway, um, that's where we happened to run into each other. And of course, we we dated for a while before I met her kids. And when we because we both she came out of kind of a toxic relationship somewhat in the same sense of where i had come from um she was with uh, an addict who who lied to her all the time though and didn't really support her and the kids um she she always worked two jobs and she always took care of everything basically he which i don't i i've never faulted their dad i've always talked good i've always even tried to help him with sharing my with him and I'm glad to see he's, he's doing better. He's came a long way. But um, as far as uh, us seeking God, you know, the in the past three years, it's it's been pretty amazing the way we've changed. And even when we got married in uh, June of 2021, we uh, our pastor married us under God and. That was a uh, pastor Jim Boffman, which I had everybody pray for. He passed away this past July. He was a pretty amazing man, and he was pretty humbled by the cancer that just came out of nowhere. And he was—I mean, he was gone in three months. It, wow! Yeah, you know, it was a a turbo cancer, I think, is what they call it. Yeah, it, uh, it once it got to his liver. And it was in his bone and it just, it was downhill and he he still tried to do his sermons and he was just always humbled. He was a man that was always talking about God. I mean, he was, he was real big on, you you believe what God's word says. We don't, you don't have to, don't rely strictly on what I say. Like you need to be in the word. And he, he was a, he was a really good man. And why we attended that church and it's still today while we attend that church and is that the one you yeah that was going to ask you if that yeah, was the one yeah that's one my my papa even you know with Jim passing I mean we've discussed you know another pastor seeing how all this goes I I don't really agree with the business side of things how churches are ran and that's what I'm even for a small church it's just yeah I don't know how to describe it. I, I'm just really, Jim's going to be a hard one to replace. And our main purpose for, you know, going to church is really just trying to help strengthen our children in God's word and set that example for them as we do at home with the homeschooling. And, you know, they're in scripture every day with mom. And tell Talk you what, about I've that a little a bit. What's that? Talk about that a little bit. Well, I I can tell you, I've learned a lot more through scripture and and all the stories and understanding behind it with reading Eric's children's Bible every night for the last three years. You know, you read a story, I lost count how many times we've gone through that, but that boy is so familiar for, for being six years old with the biblical stories. Like he is, it's amazing. And, And I just, you know, I'm just, I know that that's pleasing to God and in the way Danielle does their homeschooling and with uh, all the scripture reading and the assignments and just tries to keep it all 
wrapped around God's word and she does an amazing job at it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a lot to take on and and she's done pretty awesome. So Do you remember when you first surrendered your life to Christ or what that was like? Yeah, uh, most recently uh during the whole J6 thing is when it like really hit me cuz I I was watching a bunch of stuff live, you know, how we were all kind of encased in in that and I just all I could think about was the future for these kids like not experiencing the life that we had like I just thought it was you know I thought martial law just all all this stuff you know everything that they really wanted to happen that's that's first time I really I just broke down and dropped to my knees and I just i I knew right then I needed to get right with the Lord and and really just devote myself fully 100% because I these kids are all that that matter. I mean, it, I even when I talk to God and you know, and I just want want to make sure we're all seeking salvation. But if the, if He's put me through the stuff that I've been through for a reason, for a, a purpose to be here for others, and I'm okay with that. I just, I want these, I want my family, just, I don't know where they're going. I, I'm one that believes in the rapture and I, I believe in that through God's word and through the studies. And, and I know there's, you know how it all goes with, a. <laughs> there's always an argument for this or that. It's like, well, yeah. yeah, there, you just, you know how that goes. And I, I just know that my purpose here is to try and you know save as many souls as I can and I my family I I'll put them over me and they they know and acknowledge you know we put God before and before everything it's it's God first period but like even just spreading the good word to people at work which is generally where I'm at when I had to cut myself apart from pretty much all friends outside of work over the years just because I don't want to be around drugs. I don't want to drink. I, I'm, it's okay to drink. You know, obviously we have have drinks here and there. I'm not saying anything bad about that. It's There's nothing wrong with that. It's just not being a drunkard, and which was a big life change for us because we spent a lot of times in the bar. And, you know, when we did have free time, that's that's where we'd want to go. But and God just kind of shook us, like, look around, like, is this really where you want to be? And we both kind of realized it's not, this isn't what we need to do. Like, when we have free time, it, it needs to be a little more focused than just worrying about having a good time. And that's like, even with our kids, they're always with us or with Grammy and, and Poppy. And that that's about it. Other than that, we don't have babysitters or anything they're either with mom or dad and and they're at home and of course we go out we do things it's we always do things together as a family and just like camping and yeah even after bards fest we camped out in grandma's property she's got a lot of property and there's a little cabin back there and we stayed out there for another week and 
because the kids wanted to keep on camping and it, it actually <laughs> fell right on uh like the piece of tabernacles coincidentally enough so it was just kind of something fun you know to to teach the kids about and you know especially through studying the old testament and all that and just what we kind of tried to keep it centered around my wife's more researched into that you know like how the the old torah and all that stuff it's anything biblical we can pass on to them i mean that's our our biggest goal and we try to set that example as well like even with the issues we're having here close to home right now we just they're watching us and we we gotta watch ourselves and not only for them but for our father like it's we just always have I like having a negative thought, for example, I've learned that it's really important to push that aside and and just you know i I know God's got this like we're we're good and I've had a lot of trials over the years, and I've learned a lot of patience from it. that's for sure so. yeah, what do you think was your biggest trial? uh usually ends up to be our biggest strength. So if you want to reverse engineer it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's that's a tricky one, the biggest trial. Honestly, trying to, well, through it all, we've learned to just give it to God. Um, not have that stress and anxiety that, causes us to have bad make bad decisions like i guess me my best example would be you know trying to take my own life instead of facing it and turning which you know at the time i didn't the whole point of that i was trying to not turn to drugs so i turned to something like worse and i'm i learned from it I mean, that that pain wasn't any better than what I was going through at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't look at it like regret because I, I understand anything that happens here. You know, God allows it and not 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 to say God's doing it like a lot of people turn away from God saying what kind of God would allow this to happen. And well, you need to study the book of Job if you think you got it so bad because it's yeah. it's what's allowed here it's it's there everything we do here is a test and that's what i've come to learn and it's taught me so much patience compared to the person that i used to be and i'm i'm truly grateful for it um yeah so i guess that's probably my toughest trial that I've learned from and it was so long ago but it it feels like it was so long ago but looking back it was just over 13 years ago so so that was before you were married then was before you were married oh yeah 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 Danielle and I've been together 10 years now we got married in 2021 in June um because we you know realized you know we're kind of we're living in sin and 
because of course you know we we already had eric lee and we we're living together and just like we need to not be hypocrites i guess yeah, <laughs> say like yeah. we're it because yeah. it was something like you know before we changed our lives it wasn't really too worried about marriage and all that especially me like i thought i'd never get married and thought i'd never have any kids and, and then i ran into danielle and we worked together to change each other like uh you're aligned yeah yeah very aligned and it's actually coincidental enough we're right on the dot at nine months apart it's something fun we like to share when her <laughs> she was born nine months after me so i made i was god made me for you and we i mean it's to the day <laughs> may 26th and mine's august 26th oh, i'm 86 and she's 87 and it's like this is just how it was meant to happen plus you were my first like real girlfriend in middle school so it's always <laughs> something fun to share with people yeah. and because like even asking about the kids like yeah they're all my kids I, I hate pointing out well two of them are my quote-unquote step kids I don't really like to look at it that way or or family yeah. I'm, I'm you know I've been raising you I'm dad too and I respect their dad and I've tried to help him over the years and he's finally on track and I'm you know I, I let him know dude I'm I'm proud of you like your kids didn't set the best example for a long time and our oldest is actually he's he's starting to become himself right now i know we've been a lot of people praying for him and that's been pretty eventful and we've always been ones that are real upfront with our kids and never really kept anything from them and just tried to be as honest as possible and that boy really going down the wrong path there for a while and something we both just truly wanted him to avoid and that's why we we're just so honest especially with you know all the synthetic drugs and stuff they have out there now and how yeah how much that can really affect you even even just you know smoking pot it's not like it used to be like it's just you you got to stay away from all of this trash like yeah you don't know what's in it yeah exactly and the way it affects and it's you know it just it opens your mind especially with all the screens the devices the social media like it's just opens you up to so much stuff especially all the negativity like secular music all that and can't listen to anything we used to listen to it's just no wonder we were such a wreck like <laughs> it's it, funny it blows my you. mind now yeah, yeah. it's it, I I just I can't do it and and neither can Danielle and I love that because you know our our kids aren't hearing that echoing in their head when we're listening to it like it's it's kingdom music or nothing because of course generation we listen to rap and everything you know and it's just kingdom music's been something awesome and that, that's all we listen to so. yeah Ron talks about that a lot with his kids too yeah as far as music and no, it's very important, very important to not be hearing all that because it's just going to give you the wrong mindset on life. And 
Yeah. Yeah. The, it took the, us long, a long time to realize that. So I'm glad, you know. The way I had explained it to my children is, <clears throat> you know, the Bible tells us that our body is a vessel. Um, but I've just taken it to the next level, you know, garbage in, garbage out. So if you're going to listen to music with bad language, man, there's a hundred percent of the time it's going to come out of your mouth too. Yep. You know, if you're, if you're watching movies that you shouldn't be watching, that stuff comes out, you know, if, if you put mm-hmm. it in, it's going to come out. Um, and it's the same thing with food. You know, I talked about it last uh, couple of weeks with, uh, Matt from Michigan, the God diet, you know, if God didn't make it, don't eat it. it comes in a bag in a box. Don't eat it. Your body's a vessel. Everything that goes in your body, whether it's sound vibration, whatever it is, food, make it be good. Let it be good. Amen. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. That's why we stay away from all that, that stuff too. When it comes to food, you know, with what's beautiful about the homeschooling aspect of, of things with our kids is, you know, wife's real big on teaching them all about foraging and recognizing plants and growing your own food. And of course our chickens was a big part of that, which are currently at the father-in-laws, but I feel God's working, working through that and going to help me make a change through that. I I pray on it and I just hope that, that it happens. And, and that might change your community too your community may change through that whole trial oh yeah yeah i know i'm really hoping it does that's a lot of my points that i'm pushing when it comes to what i have going on with the common council here and that's just they they there's a lot of people that agree with that and it's one thing and one positive i've seen through covid that i was actually able to elaborate on was all the small business that we've lost in, yeah. you know, through, throughout that time and us experiencing all the shortages, it's really got the wheels turning because it hasn't changed since 2014. It's been a long time. So there's a time for a change and, you know, let us be a little more self-sufficient here in our small community. So, yeah. So what part of Indiana are you from again? Uh, Warsaw. So is it, is that uh, North? Kosciuszko County. We're more, more northern okay like up by the michigan michiganders yeah a little little closer to them so okay <laughs> yeah it took about it was like that on just a little it's just a little over five hours to go down to bard's fest i look i have a question for you so yeah. um you i think i remember you talking once about or not once, but several times about sharing your faith or different things with people that you work with or um, stories of how God just brought something, like opened a door for you to talk about something. And I just wondered if you might want to share one of those stories with us tonight. Well, yeah, actually, I have a, a current one. I you might be tuning in right now. This young man I started working with about, let's uh, say about, six seven weeks ago now uh he's actually he's 26 and he started working there and it's kind of a similar story to mine other than he's never really had an addiction um but he's came out of a, a kind of a rough breakup on him which he has two little girls with her and he was kind of at wit's end and don't want to share too much of his 
personal life, but a lot of things we kind of aligned on and he actually knew, kind of recognized that he needs God and he was actually seeking God. And he thinks that it's such a blessing that he's been working with me. He's like, dude, you are like, nobody's guided me as far as explaining God's word and, and, you know, like with your experiences and just being honest and you don't just say something like you'll, you'll reference it. And, or, or I, my Bible's always open on my desk. So I, anytime your Bible's open, you said, I just got to tell you, I'm reading whatever you got highlighted. And he's actually just started going to church and he's like, really, everything's kind of turned around for him. Like it was really rough at first when he started and really financially stressed, but he's, he's a responsible young man. And I just, I, I feel like, and I, I give all glory to God. It's, it's not me. It's like, even him being able to reckon, like, there's a reason I started. Like, he's just, he's an awesome dude. I, I really enjoy him. And I, I look forward to him and I, you know, on our machine being partners. And I don't know what, I, it's going to kind of stink for both of us when he goes to third shift and I'm only seeing him, you know, for an hour in the morning, but I'm hoping that we can, uh, you know, our families can, kind of get to know each other and do some stuff outside of work but that'll open up another another opportunity for someone else maybe oh yeah no i i <laughs> hope so and and that's kind of how he looks at it too he's just the way things are turning around for him and he's like you because everything got really bad for a while and i said it's it's cool man like, you just gotta god just stick with it i mean god is that yeah that stinks but he's got something bigger for you. There's something greater coming your way and you just, you got to trust in him. You don't, I mean, you just got to learn how to give it to God. Just like us. He's even seen some of the stuff we've been going through and it's been nonstop lately. Like I don't even want to go into all of it. Like just, you know, pray for us to stay strengthened. Um, not just financially, but with, some of the things we're dealing with and people to just, we just don't want it to burden, but we don't want to burden others with it. And we don't want to risk, you know, where we stand with God and the promises we've made as far as our salvation. And it's, it's been pretty rough, but I know that I, I truly, I'm just, okay. And we'll just keep going forward. I mean, everything's going to work out and, and just feel like we're being tested at times and it's it's not as horrible as what i would usually probably think it was and i, I think that's kind of awesome <laughs> um because yeah. i just i i i'm there's nothing that's super really, profound I have faith, you know yeah for <laughs> for those of you that are listening right now that are not saved if anyone gets a hold of this and they're not saved and there's this this is one thing that you have to understand is your mindset completely changes. This is the way in your mindset. You go from panic and anxiety every time something happens. You go from that to understanding that God is doing this to teach you something. There's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel and, and you're going to learn something. This is, this, is, this is not to harm you. This is to benefit you. It's out of love. And that's the mindset that you get. And that was one of the things that blew me away when I became a Christian is, wow, this doesn't hurt as much. 
I understand what's going on. I know that God has got this and I'm going to be okay. And before it was like, the sky is falling. My world is over. <clears throat> and it's a huge mindset change. So for those of you who aren't saved that are listening, this is what you have to look forward to. This is a reason <laughs> to say yes to Jesus right here. That's one of, well, one of them, one of the million reasons why. That was so profound what you said about it's not as horrible as what I thought. Yeah. You know, oh, and amen to that. I mean, it's, it really is a, everything Ron just elaborated on. It's, I mean, that, that's truth. And I mean, there's, that's probably, I mean, that's one of the greatest ways to put it. It's like, uh, I had mentioned verses earlier and like one of my verses that I have memorized that I have on the side of my Tahoe that is kind of a reminder every time I get out that I need to be in the word. I mean, I try to take my Bible with me everywhere I go and not as a boastful statement or anything. It's just to have God's word with me and to hopefully be an example. And it's a, uh, Second Timothy two fifteen, which study to shew thyself approved under God, rightly dividing the word of truth, and I kind of look at it uh, like he was saying, you know, like um, I mean, God's word is truth. It's having that understanding that He is in control. And anything that you feel like is just so horrible right now, it's either happened or it's happening for a purpose. And you have to accept that. Just like forgiving others, um, we have to have forgiveness in our heart. Yes. And that that's what I found to be one of the most important things because you, you're able to let go of so much, especially when it comes to anxiety or or the stress of the world i mean that's this world if, if we're of god the world hates us because they hated jesus first and mm -hmm. it's it's not going to necessarily get easier but we can't just give up like like i tried to give up at one point in my life and that you know that was prior to me really seeking god that was me saying look i need to quit using i'm not going to use i refuse to use and i thought i found the way out and i was totally wrong but if i hadn't been in that dark place who's to say you know christ would have found me at the time that he did because obviously i didn't succeed and i which you know along that that path it's I, I continued to hurt myself to get out of not using drugs and it was, it was my way out and it was totally the wrong way. And once I decided to talk to my family and let them know where I was, that's when, you know, my papa, he, Nick, he just, you know, come to church with me, just give it a try. And, and he actually, you know, he encouraged me and, and I showed up and I was, probably one of the greatest decisions I ever made because that, that led to me straightening my life out, getting the job, good job that I have now and which led to my family, which I have now. And I think is just, you know, the greatest blessing I could have possibly had, or I, 
I still would be drinking. You know, I've had DUIs. I've I've fled law enforcement. I've said there there's so much I could go into, but of course I can't just go into the detail of all of it. But I've made some pretty bad decisions, and I guess I've I've learned from all of them. I mean, like you like you had mentioned, Mary, when uh. I talk to people and that's where I kind of, it's, it's like, I've been down, I've gone through this and that. And, you know, when they're telling me when they, cause a lot of people kind of realize they can trust in talking to me. And it's particularly that work. There's been a lot of people before the guy that I have right now, cause it's a difficult job that I do. And he's picked up on it real quick and he almost gave up on it. And I just got him to push through and, I guess there's been so many people before that, especially with drug problems, because we bring a lot of people in there, you know, that are through work release and whatnot, and just try to help them and, and remind them, man, I'm I'm here for you. Like I've I've lent out vehicles and with one individual in particular that, you know, was a friend growing up and thought he was changing his life around and I eventually stopped coming to work. I had to report my vehicle stolen in order to get it back and there's so many more before that that I just so positive that, you know, they were on the right path. And then it's just that first opportunity, Satan gets to pull them right back in to where they were coming from. Yeah. It's he is he is just on it. It's like the parable of the soil, the seeds in the soil, you know, yep. there's, there's fertile soil, there's rocky soil, there's, you know, mm-hmm. source scatters them but some of them it takes and some it doesn't but that's not to say that later on they're gonna take it you know yeah and that's that's what i truly hope for and like i said it's 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 sad to see happen and I've, i've seen it so much especially over just trying to just be so honest and upfront i mean even with our oldest you know and just seeing them go through the stuff, like just our oldest and prime example, uh, which he's slowly becoming himself again. And praise God to that, because uh, Luke 15 with the prodigal son, you know, it's one of the things like I, I guess he's he's yours. Like I'm, I'm just handing him over to you. He, you, he's gotta have to learn through whatever way you're going to teach him. Is and I trust in God to do that. And we're so blessed that we have the relationship we do now with God because we're definitely seeing a change and just, I hope he stays on that path. I remember you asking for prayer for him a while back, a little while back. There's been a lot of prayer and I don't think the, his demons he was dealing with were not very happy with us and when we were in Kentucky, it was an eventful time back here at home with him. And and it's it's pretty awesome that he's recognizing that now, like he's acknowledging that. And I think that's that's a pretty big step to him coming around to Christ. Like, yeah, no, I because he don't recollect half the situations he's put himself in. And he's been coming out like no i i got demons like i i got stuff to deal with like yeah amen you do he actually went to church with us last sunday and how old is he it was such a big step because he's 
he was so close, I just saw and pulled him away. It was kind of downhill and starting to see our boy again. And it's it, it was hard for me. At first, I mean, to like it, it was pretty rough. I just want to leave it at that. It got pretty rough. It was a pretty bumpy there for a while. And my father-in-law, he's such a loving and caring man. He's not real big on church. I mean, he's he's a really good man, and that that's where he's at right now. He's very patient. Like he's he's a very patient man, and I think he's right where God intended him to be, and maybe get poppy in church with us too in due time so just continue to pray for for christopher how old is he again he's 18 he turned 18 in july so i wanted to read um the verse that you mentioned in second timothy 2 15 i put yeah. posted it in a chat but um i like this version of it be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, accurately handling the word of truth. So that is a good verse for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I left a little bit out on it when I said it. It's, I don't know if it's the nerves or or what. Oh, no, it's okay. God knows your heart. Yeah, like I said, I like even the everything I do, I'm not real big on you know, writing it down or rehearsing or anything like that. I'm just kind of, in all honesty, I just look for it to all be spirit led. Like even with, like I had mentioned and brought up with the people I've shared testimony with, I don't have like a testimony. It's just what have I been through that I can relate with to help show them what I've learned and, and how I've learned that, which is through the word of God, which I, yeah. I give. All glory to God. I, it's it, it wasn't me that made those right choices. It was me opening my heart and allowing Him in to to change me. And it's something I I just really stand by, and I, I'm never going back. Like it's just just it ain't. I don't care what gets thrown at me. It ain't going to happen. So, well, that is a testimony right there. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on here to share. And um, like I said, I, I I keep saying it is that your family is just really shines bright and and that's the light of Christ that's shining through. And and we're gonna pray for later on. I'm gonna pray for uh more opportunities for you to reach somebody because I don't know if the person that you mentioned is in the chat or not, but I, I dropped something in there to let them know that we're going to pray for them too. So that's awesome. Huh? Thank you. Hey. Now, what you know, I've been praying for him without me telling him I've been praying for him just because the things that's been happening in his life. And it's actually a just funny story on that note. Uh, first time he went to church. About two weeks ago, he messaged me in the morning just thanking me because the pastor was going over some scripture and he just, he knew he had seen it somewhere or, or heard it and it just clicked that it's some scripture I have on my uh, whiteboard at work because I got a little bit of everything. Just I try to surround myself with the word of God, even at work. And, you know, I don't get any slack for it. Thank God. 
but it's just it's one of them things where he were like really high hopes for him because he can recognize that already like you know that's 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 confirmation like i'm here for a reason you know kind of like what i've recognized with i i went through this so i can deal with this now like er everything that we're put through has a purpose and even with this show tonight and my testimony it may not be so well organized coming from me but I'm always willing to share or be there for anybody if they need someone to talk to. Because when I went through the pain that I went through and me not, you know, not sharing it with my family, with the ones that I love, I, I didn't have anybody. I, I Everybody was against me. And I I realized through a lot of, bad choices that you know jesus was with me the whole time and that was the only one i had to to talk to that's the only one i had to share my pain with which i think was a lot of the reason that i did made the bad choices like hurting myself which is something i never saw myself doing and being on drugs nonstop for three years straight just really warped warps your mind and i i feel like i've came a, a long way and i just i know what it feels like to feel like there's nobody to talk to and that i mean god's always there he's always listening and that that's what really pulled me through what i was going through without me feeling like I was burdening my family and maybe that maybe I should have reached out sooner before I made those some of those bad choices but at the same time I feel like it was meant to strengthen me okay. yeah totally get that yeah well if you want to reach out to to Nick, if anybody wants to talk to him, you can reach out through our telegram or um, drop us a line at our email. This is an official godcast at gmail.com. And um, if anybody wants to connect with Nick on anything, I'm, we'll get, we'll connect you guys. So thank you, Nick. Nick, Nick thank you. Mary, thank did you, you hear all. that? There's another grandfather in the story, another grandparent. I know. Did you catch that? There's so many. How does, <laughs> I, I've been I've been trying to like figure out the right words for this because I, I don't know what did it skip a generation? You know, yeah, maybe um, were our grandparents right. just more in tune with God, the better morals, better ethics, lived better, clean. I I don't understand it, but this is. It's it, it's not coincidence that we've heard this time and time and time and time again. It's a grandparent that's brought a grandchild to Christ. Yeah, it says something. It's... I'm not sure what it says, but it says something. But listeners, so listeners, if you have grandchildren, that's your cue. Yeah. You know, and that's um, like uh, geez, my my grandpa, for instance. You know, he he smoked one two packs of cigarettes a day, drank all the time he had you know christ had saved him uh maybe 
two years prior to when he pulled me into church with his his wife now Ellen and uh, as far as my dad my dad was you know I guess another part of my testimony with all I've really shared about my dad was him uh, trying to take his life after a really rough divorce with my mom and he currently he lives down in the holler in Hazard County he left the state my I guess this is I'm just bringing this up uh, when I was high one night and it was 3 a.m you know and we were doing our thing and I just got a phone call and it was my dad and he was turning himself in this so this is a hard one to share, but I mean, I, I just feel like it's only right as far as being able to relate to people. My my dad, he he's a smart man. He was amazing growing up. He was always good to me, my brother, my sister. Uh, taught taught me a lot, and he left state because he he went to prison for a while. He turned him. So he called me at 3 a.m. and told me that he was turning himself in because he'd done some nasty stuff with a little girl. And something I haven't really shared with a lot of people. And I just I just want to be honest with everybody on here. And yeah, my dad turned into a damn pedophile. He, I mean, he. He he messed up. Like I don't know where he stands with God. I love my dad. My dad was never. That's not who my dad was. But I don't make excuses for him. I just know he started using meth, and and that's something I never touched. But I, I was high when he called me and told me that, and I really think that's when I kind of woke, started to wake up to. The path I was on, and because my dad, it's like he's talking about skipping generations. It just really sparked that, because you know my dad, he's a good, he was a good man. I've forgiven him. He he chose to call me to tell me that he made a mistake and that he was turning himself in. Like it's pretty disgusting. But even him, he was setting an example, I guess. Like he, he just he wanted to reach out to me and tell me that he made probably the worst mistake you could possibly make. Thank you for sharing that tonight. Yeah. You know, that's it. This is reality. I mean things that people go through and things in their family. And thank you for um, being vulnerable and sharing that. Um, we had a, comment, a couple comments here, but um, Truth Patriot said, we're here for you, Nick. Get it. And out the Father will heal the pain. That's very, very true, because... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's just something, it's well, not something I've really shared with a lot of people and 
know, my, my wife is aware of it. Obviously, my family. It has less power now that it's exposed to the light in the last... Exactly. In yeah. Three minutes, it has so much less power. Yes. Yes, so. just something just kind of felt like I needed to share with what Ron said about these generational curses. And it definitely kind of follows a pattern, doesn't it? Well, it even felt, follows a pattern in the Bible, like yeah. that, the generations of Israelites and how that happened. And that's where I feel like this yeah. time we're in now, how important our children are for what we're doing. And it's breaking these generational curses. And it needs to stop skipping these generations. Like it's time to, you know, it's God first, yeah. period. <laughs> that's another thing I talked about grandparents. But another thing is, is that us, our generation, we seem to be a lot better parents than our parents were because we don't want, <laughs> We don't want the all those. We we want the curses to end. Um, yeah, it's up to us to keep, you know, not so much shelter them, but just we can't let their minds be plagued with all the evil in this world. Yeah, like we don't even have watch regular TV. Like our kids can't just turn the TV on because half the ads and commercials. I, my mom would have whooped me. Mm -hmm. for watching some of these commercials I, I've mm -hmm. seen on TV because we don't just have a normal TV that's turned on, you know, it's streaming pure flicks or, or you know, the stuff that we choose to allow them to watch on YouTube. And unfortunately, I pay for premium because that's how so badly I don't want them seeing all these disgusting ads they have out there now. Yeah, the ads are worse than the programs most of the time. Oh, it, they are. It is unreal. We, uh, we mute, we, we mute through the ads. <laughs> I always yeah. just regret <laughs> when the ads come on, I mute them and then I get my kid's attention real quick, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause you so, never know what's going to pop up. I'm telling you. There's also, um, someone made a comment here and I really feel like this is a word for you, Nick, right now. And it's it says, and as you have forgiven your father for what he did, the Almighty Father can forgive him as well. I really hope so. I wonder about him. I just know he said he, he's in the holler somewhere in, in Kentucky, in Hazard County. And just that's where his family is from. His dad got shot, you know, was killed prior to him being born. And just came from a really rough background. And he was such a good man to us. I just, what happened to him? I I just don't know what happened to him. I we just, can add him to the prayer jar. Yeah, we're gonna pray for. Yeah, him. his name is James Cress, James Arthur Cress. Okay. All right, do that right now. Another takeaway was I'm I'm so impressed with your relationship with your children's dad. And, that's not, that's not an easy relationship to have for one, you know? Um, but it seems like you've just, you've taken it on yourself to make sure that he's right. And I relate with that because my children's mother and I were separated and, uh, 
I became a believer before her. And even though we butt heads on almost everything, one thing that we're together on is our relationship with Christ and our children. And that's awesome. That is, it's so important what you're doing, Nick, because your children aren't going to learn two different ways. They're just going to learn one way. Even though the parents aren't in the same house, you guys are on the same page going in the same direction and you don't have to fight, you know, a worldly parent on issues. You guys can see eye to eye biblically on stuff. That's, that's huge. It's huge for your kids. Um, but never would have happened without, without Nick Cress, Fisher of men. Yeah. That's what I'm calling you, Nick Fisher of men. And, uh, The other, the other thing is, and I don't, and I'm going to get into uh, salvation here, but the other thing is, uh, your friend at work. Now, one of the one of the things that you said that that that, and I've heard this before in another testimony was that he was just hungry for the word, and he's just looking for somebody to tell him. And that's that's on us, listeners. There's so many people out that are out there that are hungry for it and they don't know where to turn. They know there's a God cause they can feel it in their heart, but they're looking for you to share the gospel with them and they don't know where to look. They don't know where to turn. So eyes to see, you know, keep your eye out for that person and don't be afraid to share the gospel with them. You can see Nick's not afraid. That sounds like you've been sharing the gospel all over town, Nick. No, I try. I got it on my. I got a lot of vehicles, and <laughs> they all got some scripture on them. So just tell me. So I had a guy when I first did it on my massive red truck. I got all jacked up, and he he thanked me one day just because walking in and reading that scripture when he walks by my door. Cause he was starting to stray a little bit and it's actually another brother in Christ I have at work that him and I has really grown each other much better and actually a friend not just at work but outside of work that has accepted Christ and he has helped me as much as I've helped him and he's actually someone at work you know with stuff Christopher is going through that I was able to go find him and pray together. Like at that instant when something bad was just happening and I I could go back to him and obviously be teared up and just, and he instant, not even question, just jump right on his hand on my shoulder and we just, we can pray together. And it's just something awesome to have, you know, right there when I'm at work, when I'm away from Danielle and I, you know, we can't pray together or, you know, of course with the earbud in, we can talk on the phone and it's just, it's different having somebody right there. Just like, as we're learning with hands on prayer and how important that is. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's everything, even with all the bad, it's, there's so many blessings and it's just, 
getting people to recognize that mm-hmm. it's it can be difficult you know and it can definitely be difficult and like you were saying mary you know that seed's been you're planting that seed that after that it's can be there to help them but at the same time it's in god's hands and we just have to trust in him and continue to pray for for those that we don't really know exactly where they stand with god and just can't whap them upside the head with a bible like you might want to sometimes but (laughs) that story i mentioned earlier tonight on that ben bland's um page about the prayer jar and he had somebody well i won't give away all the story because he tells it so good but he had someone take him to church for three years and he was wondering what that meant and she said we took you to church in a jar for three years. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I saw the prayer jar. No, uh, yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Your dad's in there it. now. Your your father's in there. So. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. I'm glad I was able to open up the way I did, and that's kind of. A relief to that's that's something you know i don't share a whole lot but i i trust in this family here and and i know it's you know i have to be honest i mean i i have to open myself to others and just i just want to be that example that helps them it's like when we pray at night you know because we all it's actually became pretty cool routine with Danielle being home now in the evening instead of at work that, you know, all four of us that are here in the house, we, we all pray together at night instead of just, you know, when that tuck in time and mom's at work and even with that situation, it's like, okay, it's cool. Mom's where she needs to be. It's something we've been talking about and it happened for a reason. It was out of her hands and she, and I can just let it, she got laid off from work, which we're totally all right with we we can get by and it's she's had that feeling like she didn't need to be working anymore and then here here it came and this is where god wants her and yeah Yeah. she touched quite a few lives there with the gospel and a lot of people were truly thankful for having her and her season yeah yeah yeah, that's exactly how she that's exactly how she puts it. And, and just continue to pray for them. And I, I know she is. She she's pretty amazing. It's it's a blessing. And like you said, I, I love and respect how you say it, Mary, that that we shine because that's what I ask for in prayer is that, you know, we that we can be that shining light, that we can be that example, especially people that from our past and like even oh, when yeah. i've shared some of my testimony that uh, that we heard here and there tonight um a lot of people just like i just don't see that in you nick yes. and i'm just like dude i'm, I'm not the same person i was <laughs> yeah yeah truth patriot also said he he personally feels grateful that you shared it with us brother yeah so 
Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, like I said, it, especially the craziness of the world and everything that we're aware of that's happening in the background. I mean, there's just, there's so much. And it's like how I said, I feel like I've been put through a lot to just make me stronger for this time and, and whatever's ahead of us. Cause I'm not, yeah, it all sucks, but I'm, I'm not sweating it. I, I know, I know Christ is present and I just, putting faith in him but i'm i'm doing like scott always says you know we're we're here for a reason like you gotta you gotta work you don't just sit by and wait for christ to return no that ain't that's right that ain't what we need to be doing (laughs) we're in a win-win situation so i look at it (laughs) yep yep so doing the work we need to do while we're here thank you yep thank you nick Call-in features open. If there's anyone listening here in the live chat that hasn't been saved, please call in Mary and I and Nick. We will pray for you. Romans 10, 9 through 10 says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And I believe most of us that are here in the live chat, I think all of us are. So, so what now? Well, we turn ourselves into Nick Cresses. That's what we do. We become, we become fishers of men. So take lead, uh, take an example from Nick. You know, there's people all around us, uh, his friend at work, he was hungry for the word, just needed someone to tell him about it. And, uh, one of the other great things I loved about his testimony is, you know, he's, he's, he says that he's given his testimony before, uh, many times. You know, not as full testimony, but bits and pieces of it. And that's very important too, because you're, you're, you're going to talk to somebody who's going to have some grief in their life and maybe it's a breakup, a bad relationship. And so you, you don't have to share your whole testimony with them because it's, they've had a bad breakup, but you've had a bad breakup too. We all have, you know, and this is something that we can share that part of our testimony with, you know, I had this bad breakup and man, it. And normally something that would have messed my head up, but it didn't because I had the Lord with me. And you know, and you can go into that. So there's there's always little bits and pieces of your testimony that you can share with other people. It doesn't have to be your whole testimony. But when you when you're listening to someone and you're and you're finding that out and what's going on in their life, it should be able to pull something out of your heart, what what you've been through, so you could help that person through that, through your testimony, through the gospel of Jesus. And don't be afraid. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, Nick, if you were afraid to share the testimony, your testimony, if you're afraid to share the gospel with all these people that are hungry to hear it? No, I really couldn't at this point. Not understanding God's word. It's that if I was afraid, uh, what good would I be doing him right now? That's exactly it. What good would you be doing? Yeah. And that's our job. That's uh, that's that's what Jesus put on us to share the gospel to those who don't know. So please, everyone has that person in their life that they love, that doesn't know God. Don't be afraid. Share your gospel. Share share the gospel with them. Share with them your testimony. You can find uh, Sinner's Prayer on our Telegram page. For those who are listening to the replay. If you're looking for the words and you don't know it, 
and you're seeking salvation, you can go to our Telegram page at This Is An Official Godcast, and uh, it's one of the pinned messages. I think we've got four or five pinned up there. Uh, our Sinner's Prayer is one of them, and Romans 10.9 as well. So, so please find the prayer surrender. That'll help you out with the words. Mary, who are we praying for tonight? Well, we've got a number of people to pray for in Nick's family. Um, I didn't see anybody who had tagged us or anything. We also, of course, want to pray for um, uh, Skin in the Game, a.k.a. JW. Yes, please. Tonight, so we want to pray for that. Love you, J-Dub. Yes. And so we're sorry that you had to cut you short there, but we wanted to get on with the testimony. But we'll certainly take that up with the Lord tonight in prayer. So, Did you see and, we had Jeff in here tonight? Did you see that? Yes, I saw Jeff. Yeah, it was just like old, day, old times. He was, he was putting up some uh, scripture and everything. Good to see you, Jeff. Glad you're here. That's nice to know that Jeff was present. Yeah, I got a lot of respect for that man. Yeah. Oh man, what an inspiration that guy is! Yes, he is. Truth Patriot also wanted me to. Um, he sent me a message that says, "Please share what I just said about it being freeing after the show. I feel it may find that helpful moving forward." So, a lot of people have expressed that here too. So. Really takes a weight off your shoulders, man. Once you when, once you can voice yeah. it and get it out there, and like Mary says, then once you do that, it has no power over you as well. You know that that yep. releases that. Yep, exactly. Really believe that, and glad I did this tonight to even even just sharing that part. That's it's kind of a big push. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. You know, being vulnerable is the bravest thing anybody could possibly do. I say that all the time, but it's so true. Yeah, it's like I've been sharing with people, and especially at work, like, and and I, I whenever I see the example of it, like humility isn't isn't a bad thing. Like, it's I mean, yeah. we're to humble ourselves before God, and you know, humility's part of that. Yeah. And it's so helpful to others that are listening, you know, so many times you look at somebody and on the outside, you think, man, they just got a perfect life and they just got it all, man. And they, we're all going through something, you know, yeah. we, we've all got, yeah. we've all got problems in our families th through all the generations. I mean, not <laughs> only one of us lived a perfect life, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only, only one. <laughs> and how many humans have been through this earth already and how many more are going to come and to only to be able to say that only one and, and and that's that's why we're here yeah yeah did all that for us yeah okay so ready for some prayers amen to that we're ready okay all right hopefully i can get through this lord <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for being here. Once again, another Friday where you showed off, Lord. All the glory goes to you. We praise you. We thank you. 
We thank you for this platform. We thank you that Nick was able to come on tonight and share how you've impacted his life and how he's impacting others for you, for the kingdom. So Lord, I'd just like to lift up Nick, first of all, and his family. And it's so true, they shine so bright, Lord. Just continue to bless them and everything that they encounter, every, every project that they're involved in. Bless their kids and thank you for their kids being so in tune with you, Lord. And that that's because their parents are in tune with you. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are guiding them to guide their kids. And Lord, we want to lift up Nick's grandpa, Papa, I think he called him. And we want to pray health and wellness over him right now. In the name of Jesus, anything that is ailing, any pain, anything that would be hindering him from anything that he wants to do or needs to do, that it would be removed. Pray for pray for a strengthening of relationship with everyone in his family. Lord, we thank you that he that you used him to to be so instrumental in bringing Nick to the Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for that. And we also want to pray for um, the, the family of his pastor who just passed away and also very instrumental in his faith walk. And so we just pray a blessing over his family and peace and just more encounters with the Lord as they go along that it's a great loss that losing a loved one like that. But I just pray for more encounters with them that they'll have with people that they're able to even share great memories of him with them. And we pray for um, just a support for his family as well. And we also pray for this young man that Nick was involved with, with that work that has been, um, he's been a mentor for him and in, in the way that you created Nick to be that way, as Ron was saying, a fisher of men. So we pray for this young man and his heart and that his heart would continue to soften towards you, Lord, and that he will be able to share a testimony of you as well. And we pray for whoever's next on deck for Nick at work. You're already preparing the soil, Lord. And so we just pray for more opportunity for him. We also pray for his son, Christopher. And we, we thank you for the progress that he's been making, Lord. And it's not lost on, on Nick or his family that it's all the glory goes to you. And so continue to strengthen him, continue to work in his relationship with his family, but ultimately with you, Lord. And so, Holy Spirit, we just surrender Nick, Nick's son to you right now. Christopher is in the Lord's hands. And thank you for what you're doing with him. And continue to show Nick in 
more glimpses of what you're doing. He's even have a little surprise of joy, a little joy surprise. And also we want to pray for Nick's father. And we, we thank you, Lord, that you that you impressed upon him to share that tonight. Nick said right from the start, he wanted it to be spirit-led. And so, Holy Spirit, we just praise you and we thank you for your guidance with Nick tonight, that he was able to share that and he was able to be bold and vulnerable. And I know that that has relieved maybe some anxiety in that situation. So we thank you for that. But it's also just dissipated the power of that. And so Satan, you lost tonight. Sorry. So Lord, thank you. Thank you for that. The light always overtakes the dark. It has no power. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. And Lord, I just, I want to lift up Jim tonight and his family and him losing his son and all the different things that are involved with that and that he will continue to just turn to you, Lord, and that his relationship with you, Lord, will just become more, more strong through this whole, this whole heartache. So, and just continue to give him support that comes around him and just points points him to you, Lord, and give him peace and clarity and focus in every decision that he would need to make and let him know that he's missed by a lot of us who, who miss him on air. But we trust, Lord, that you're working in it, and we just look forward to that returning. So thank you for that. And lastly, I'd like to... Lift up my best friend, Becky, and I don't know if she's listening tonight, but I want to lift up her heart and uh, just want to thank you for her friendship and continue to heal her from her, her loss of her daughter and her sister's husband and her mom recently. And she's had a lot of loss, Lord. So just continue to soften her heart towards you during all of this. And I just praise you and I thank you for her friendship and just all the different ways that she's even guided me through things. And just speaking speaking Jesus to me without even really realizing it. <laughs> so she loves you, Lord. And so just to strengthen her relationship with you too. And, oh, not even lastly, we want to thank you, Lord, that Jeff was in the chat tonight, and we were so happy to see him, and um, we just praise you and we thank you for what you're doing in his life, and you've impressed on him some of your word today that just struck him right to the heart, and he just was expressing that tonight, so we just, we love that, so thank you for what you're doing there, and bless him and his wife, and um, Lord, bring forth a job for her that she'll, she's able to stay home and um, work and is able to be there with her family and she doesn't have to worry. 
There's so many more I could think of just to bless everybody that has been in chat, everyone that's going to listen to this. It's, you know, Lord, we don't even know. We don't even know who's listening and who will listen, but um, we thank you for what you're doing in their life right now. You're tilling the soil. <laughs> you're getting ready for those seeds. Give every one of us the courage to share our story of you with somebody even just tonight even you know just even tonight just an opportunity for that to happen for someone and that they'll be able to step right into it and we also uh want to pray for uh or i think i don't know if i prayed for jw or yet but we want to pray for his um so there's service members that he's helping out in former military. We want to pray that they'll be helped and that they'll be um, helped by by Jeff, that they'll um, we just pray peace over him right now. We pray peace and we pray guidance, focus, clarity. We thank you for his ability to reach out to others. And Lord, just bring um, some support around him and help him help others that need help in the place that you've placed him right now in this space. So we thank you for his call tonight and that I know that you're working there, Lord. So we pray in alignment with that and in agreement in your will in that. Okay, Lord, I think that might be it for a little bit. I know we're all we'll talking to you a little bit later, but all of these things we pray in your precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary. Nick Kress, message from E. Ferguson, 1979. Love you, Jay Kress. You're such a blessing to this family. May you continue to be a guiding light of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm so honored to call you brother from E. Ferguson, 1979. Thank you, brother. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here tonight. Nick, stick around uh, after the show. Stick on here uh, at the Zoom so Mary and I can give you our virtual hugs and kisses before you leave us. And uh, final words, anybody? I just want to say thanks for, for the opportunity and again, how grateful I am to you know, come to know everybody here and even those in chat and including you, Ferguson, getting to meet, meeting there in Kentucky. I, I think it's pretty awesome how, you know, a community that I became a part of a long time back. And I feel like we've all kind of grown together and, you know, and it's, it's just something again, it's just something so awesome that we know has a purpose and, we're not all just here together by coincidence and That's especially right. with 
shows like this, being able to open up and share where we come from and not just being a, a screen name with whoever on the other side of that. At least, you know, we're, we're able to come to know each other, whether mm-hmm. it's an event or a show like this. And I think it's pretty awesome what you guys are doing here and giving people the opportunity to to share who they truly are and how we've all became who we are through Christ and, you know, our, our love for him and the way we're seeking him and how we've grown. I just, it's, it's all pretty awesome. I never could imagine we'd be here like this. So it's awesome. We're not making it easy for the enemy, are we? (laughs) No, we are not. (laughs) We're doing good work. Well, I was thinking that um, for those of you that don't know what, what, when he's mentioned Chad a few times, if you might be listening to this later on, you should really try to come and listen at, you know, 7 p.m. Eastern, because there's a, a thing we call chat. It's a live chat right here that's going on while the testimony is happening right here on Podbean. So if you're listening to this later, Mark your calendars because a lot happens in chat that's pretty, pretty cool. So, and you can interact with each other and with um, the person who's giving the testimony by asking questions and that kind of thing and giving them little comments and notes, which is really encouraging Nick tonight. So we thank you for everybody who has done that tonight. Thanks. Yes. Thank you everyone for joining us live and mary's right man get us on the replay i'll give you an opportunity to um put a prayer request in or ask any questions to persons that's given the testimony and it's a good time it's a fun time all right guys i'll leave you with this my dearest friends let us not forget we're here for one reason and one reason only and that is to share the gospel of our lord and savior jesus christ so find that special person in your life that you love that does not know him and share your testimony with that person. Do it today. All right, guys, we're going to see y'all next week. Yes. We'll be right here. 7 PM Eastern time on Podbean. Yep. See you then. See ya. Good night, everybody. Love ya. Nick Kress, Fisher of men. Great to have you brother. Yeah, it, was, it was an honor being here. I really appreciate you guys. Your blessing, brother. Thank you. Love a guy so good, he leave his home in glory. For the world he loved, for the world that he so loved. It's not just a story. Yeah. I believe in the life of Jesus. I believe that he conquered death. I believe in the resurrection. I believe he's coming back again. I believe that his spirit's with us. I believe that he gives us power. I believe that he is the son of God. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe in the life of Jesus. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I think the night.
Mary, you on top of that? I just <laughs> saw it. What was that? Psalm so, 25, 25 7, seven and, eight. and 8. Oh, I'm losing it. I didn't even see it. Come on, you're fast. <laughs> I don't know if I'm that fast. We'll look it up. We'll see how fast we are. Let's race, Nick. All right. Psalm 25, 7 through 8. Remember not the sins of my youth. For my transgressions, according to the mercy, remember thou me for thy goodness' sake, mm -hmm. O Lord. No. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, will he teach sinners in the way. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I'm glad you won that little race and that you yeah, could say yeah, it. Sure. <laughs> true. God's word That's is so true. something that happened to open directly up to when i sat down in the car and i actually shared it down shared it with danielle before the zoom invite came through so thought hey. maybe fitting to share at the end there so it is so. thank you can't be in the chat right now to share it using my phone so <laughs> yeah uh, a lot of love coming your way brother Thanks again, Nick. Everybody Thanks. on there knows I love them too. So, yeah. Thank you. 
All right, next week, 7 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Podbean, we're going to have a testimony with Angie Witcher. So don't forget, next Friday, same time, same place, same channel, be here. And we'll see you then. Thank you, everybody. We love you. Good night. Love you, too. Good night.